Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU fans need a new car for a deal sure to make you rise and shout. Visit Ken Garf Volkswagen on University Parkway or KenGarfVolkswagen.com. We hear you. First quarter numbers show BYU outgaining Wisconsin, and that's something. 98 yards to 85. BYU 85 rush, and that's something. Yeah. 13 yards passing, Wisconsin 55 and 30. Consider Wisconsin's allowing an average of 100, yard, uh, 100 rush yards per game, and BYU's at 85 through one. Well done. As we come back in, we have a Saliapanga versus Songapolu situation as <laughs> BYU, which has basically gone with five offensive linemen through two games. We were promised a little more rotation involving specifically Keanu Saliapanga. And Saliapanga, a former defensive lineman, now playing on the O-line, facing, among others, the great D-lineman Olibe Songapolu for Wisconsin. And you like what uh, Saliapanga has been doing for BYU, even yeah. in practice. Yeah, so in practice they say that, uh, well, I've watched him. Uh, he's been uh, pushing people all around out there. And so uh, he's got a shot here to step up and play in this football game today against a solid Wisconsin front. Good first quarter for BYU, Mark, 7-7. Yeah, and uh, they're staying right with them. And the other thing, they're running the football. That's their whole plan today, it looks like, with the fly sweep and then the running the football off the fly sweep. He's only thrown one pass to a wide receiver downfield, and I think that has to change. He's got to take a shot and uh, give it a chance. Even though it might be scary, make sure you throw it away from the defender and let your guy go get it. BYU had the advantage in first quarter possession time, the advantage in first quarter yardage. Only got to one-third down, notably. Didn't make it, but just one-third down. And the average yards per play is more than serviceable at 7 right now. 7.0 yards per pop. But as we come back in, third down and 10 for BYU at the Cougs' own 25-yard line. They switch sides of field, now going right to left as we see it and you hear it. And Tanner Mangum in a passing situation is in Shaka with Squally Canada protecting off his left hip. They slide in Hifo to a tighter two-wide set on the right. Single wide left short side for Tanner. A knee-height snap. And a throw for Tanner Mann's wide open. And it's a catch made for a first down. First catch of the year for Talon Shumway. And it's a big one out to the 46-yard line. It's a 21-yard gain. And, man, he was wide, wide open. open. Great double route. He makes a move to the inside and then plants and goes back to the sideline. The cornerback gets turned around. And, fortunately, Tanner Mangum was looking at him just at the time that he breaks open. And Mangum hasn't missed on a pass yet. Five for five. And that's a big gainer of 21 to Shumway. Trips to the right, tight end left, Mangum gun, Riley Burt left hip. Tanner settles in a firm pocket. Now pressure forces him out to the right. Will Tanner tuck and run? No, he throws down. Oh, it's through the hands of the intended receiver. Deep downfield, and that was Dax Milne, and the defender might have deflected it before it got to Milne, maybe taking it just off of his fingertips. That's what I think. I, th- I think it, uh, it might have been altered because it looked like his hands weren't where the ball ended up. Oh, I don't know. Now, either the visibility or the deflection took it just it enough off of his line of sight to where he didn't haul the ball in. But Dax Milne is getting licks early in this game, and that's maybe deflected by the DB on its way to Milne. Second down and 10 from the BYU 46. Mangum was not hesitant, though. First incompletion for Tanner. They motion Romney. Fake fly sweep. Give tailback Burt. Make it Canada, and Canada off the left tackle to the 50, the 49, 48 of Wisconsin. It'll be a six-yard gain, setting up third down and four. So it's only BYU's second third down of the day. 
Quali's got a, something hampering in, in a leg, and yeah. I don't know if it's a he's hamstring or an ankle, but... He's uh, now hobbling off, putting nothing on his right leg, so... We thought he might have gotten hurt early last week, maybe didn't look quite right, and despite having a great game so far here early today, he's out, helmet off, and injured on the sideline. Third down and four for BYU from the 48 of Wisconsin. Mangum shotgun. They go empty as they wave out Katoa to wide left. Twins left, trips right, snap Tanner, quick fire underneath. It's caught for a first down. A double catch by Hefo, but he hauls it into the 38, so a third down conversion for BYU. They ran. I really like the play. So they've got two receivers on both sides. Now the second receiver in. If that defender is five to seven yards off, you've got to be able to get open on the slant route because you're going to beat him to the first down marker and the ball has to be delivered early and you're going to get that first down. You Are you driving it well? This drive began back at the 11-yard line, already down to the 38 of Wisconsin. Cooper's right in this one, setting a good physical tone, and I think a lot of fans have already seen what they wanted to see from BYU here today. Long game, but, man, they've started well. Handoff Lopini Katoa starts right, comes back left into traffic, drags tacklers, gain of six on first and ten for Lopini Katoa. And it may be a steady diet of Lopini because Squally Canada has left the game injured. Well, he picks up more than the five yards that you want on that first down. Excellent first down run. He uh, also drags a tackler with him, and it's a defensive lineman that he's running through. So uh, he has a little more strength than I thought he did. Squally may try and get back in this game. He's walking it off and may put his helmet back on. So he's left, he's come back, he's left, and he may come back. Tanner's under center now. Tight trips, including a wing back tight end to the right. A fake fly sweep. It'll be a double throw. The lateral to Hefo, wide open as Moroni Laulu Pututau. Touchdown, Cougars on the trick play. And the Cougars take the lead on the double throw. The lateral to Hefo to the right sideline. And Moroni Laulu Pututau by himself inside the five. Catches it and strolls into the end zone. Touchdown. Wow. Absolutely. They stacked out there. So and they, they shifted Moroni to a different spot just before the snap. And uh, Hefo backs up a step to make sure that it's going to be a lateral throw to him from Mangum. And then he didn't waste any time. I wonder if he got the strings because he was so quick to throw that ball to Moroni. Southam yet to miss a scoring kick. Six for six on his PATs. This to make it 14 to seven. And that's good. So Skyler's two for two today. And BYU is at 14 to seven now. The lead over Wisconsin. Two consecutive touchdowns unanswered. BYU doubling up the Badgers after an 89-yard drive. Ten plays at 4.43 off the clock. Oh, some good football. BYU 14, Wisconsin 7. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Mark Lyons and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so back at Camp Randall Stadium. In Madison, Wisconsin, BYU takes a 14-7 lead over the Badgers on back-to-back scores. That last one, a little, uh, little deception, a little, little trickery. Little razzle-dazzle, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, when you're working the ball well, so they've already moved the ball successfully a quarter to half of the field. Uh, that really does set up that opportunity that the defense is a little bit on their heels. Luwalu uh, Pututau was... Uh, just hidden away, breaks through the defense. They don't even notice him getting out there because they're anticipating that it was just that wide screen pass to Hefo. Aleva Hefo's passer rating today 
is 690.4. So 31-yard touchdown pass on his only pass attempt of the day. As Mangum threw that lateral pass out to Hifo on the right sideline, and Hifo had his man all wide open inside the five. Moroni Laulu Pututau, so MLP in for the touchdown for the TD. It's 14-7. BYU's up on Wisconsin. 12-17 to go till halftime. BYU kicking away. Mickelson from right to left as we see it and you hear it. Aaron Cookshank is back for the Badgers. His first two kickoffs have been returned. And this one may yeah, yeah. go through for a touchback. Now he Landed in the end zone. It'll be a touchback out the 25 he, he for Wisconsin. Little, he had a little trouble judging that football, Greg, so maybe the sun is a little bit of an impact in those situations. BYU football brought to you by Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's largest top-rated law firm. They can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. So now... Uh, Coach Sataki's probably going to get his wish. Uh, I'm guessing that uh, Hornibrook is probably going to go to the air a little bit more in this drive. Jonathan Taylor, the lone setback. Handoff Taylor. Off tackle left. Stacked up. Gain of one is off. Second and nine, Wisconsin. Yeah, he ran. 26-yard line. Zach Daw, the tackle for BYU. BYU playing without uh, Butch Pau'u at middle linebacker for the most part. I don't think I've seen him in the game. We were told not to expect to see a lot of him today as he got injured. Pulsifer's out there now for him, right? The corners are currently the young kids. Isaiah Heron and D'Angelo Mandel. So a couple of redshirt freshmen on either corner right now. High backs. Hornybrook under center. Ingold and Taylor. Play action. Oh. Throw to Taylor. Makes the catch. Oh. Great tackle from Sione Taki. Taki stops him for a minimal gain of only three. It'll set up third down and six. So... They let Taylor go through, and on the play action throw was to Taylor, but Taki Taki was sure on the tackle, and it'll be third down and six, Wisconsin at the Badgers' own 29-yard line. BYU in deep zone defense uh, did a great job. I thought he might have had his tight end down the middle of the field, but uh, for some reason he looked at him and then went to the flat. Still early second quarter, but it feels like a big play for BYU. Get the ball back here with the offensive momentum, having scored back-to-back, and... Uh, Wisconsin really feeling like they're in a football game here. 11 minutes to go in the second quarter. BYU 14, Wisconsin 7 on third down and 6. Hornybrook throws. It's behind the intended receiver and no flags. No flags on the play. Oh, it comes late. It comes five seconds late. (laughs) That was really late. Isaiah Heron on the coverage and the official thought about it, thought about it. Defensive pass interference and BYU already has more PIs this year than all of last year. And we are in game number three. And that came so late. The more BYU celebrated, the longer the wait seemed. And then a flag came at the end of all that. Pass interference by number six for the defense. Number it's a spot six. foul and an automatic first down. Not six. No, there's it's a not ten. six. There's only four off. So he was late and wrong. Yeah, that combination's not good for a referee. Uh, I really felt, though, that the ball wasn't catchable, number one. And the Kalani thing that surprised me. is very me, fired up on that far sideline. Very fired up. That, it, it took him a good five seconds to think about it. He was well covered. Hornibrook had no business throwing him the football. Should have been given back to BYU. A flag prolongs the drive. And the handoff to Taylor off tackle right. Stringing it out, stringing it out. Triple team tackle at the 46-yard line. Gain of six after all that, though. Second and four. What a big play that was. Yeah. Third and six. A throw that Hornybrook makes well behind the receiver. Not going to be caught as he got tangled up with Heron. And again, it was an uncatchable ball because it was so far behind him. 
and the official deliberated for five seconds and then threw a flag that prolongs the drive, and Kalani is still hot on the BYU sideline, justifiably so. Taki Taki's going side to side, making lots of tackles. And Kalani is still giving that sideline official what for. Hornybrook in a clean pocket underneath. Caught and first down. To, to midfield and just inches beyond the line to gain. The catch made by the tight end Kyle Penniston. So from second and four to first and ten. The ball right at midfield. BYU 14, Wisconsin 7, 10.07 to go until halftime. And again, BYU's already had more defensive pass interference calls in three games than they had in 13 games last year. And that last one appeared to be the most unjust of the bunch. Ibax, Ingold, and Taylor. Handoff, Taylor off tackle left. Taki Taki again! Shoots in and drops him for a loss of one to second down and 11. Sione Taki Taki introducing himself and on more than a single occasion today to Jonathan Taylor. Oh man, that is big right there because he's got the whole sideline. If Taylor decides that I'm going to just make this a little wider loop, I don't know if Taki Taki gets to him, he starts turning upfield. Taki Taki goes airborne. And dives onto him. I know uh, Jason Shepard asked him probably what's his favorite. No, I, I can't get into it. No time. Garrett Groshek is the fullback left hip for Hornybrook. A one-step drop is all down and in. Catch made on second and 11. Gain of eight to Danny Davis. Davis with his first catch of the season. And it sets up a third down and short. They gave him nine on it. So third and two now for Wisconsin at the BYU 42. Yeah, it's been fun watching Sione uh, make these tackles on Jonathan Taylor. He's he's not a guy that's easy to bring down with just one man, but Sione is making it look easy. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. So on third down and two, which is Jonathan Taylor time, he's yeah. not, not in the game. We're going to throw with Hornybrook. Steps up. He can run for it. Looking downfield, tripped up, he's going to fall! Oh. It's incomplete! He initially could have run for it, tucked and tried to throw, and ultimately he's tripped up for a loss on the play. They say the knee was down as he flung the ball forward. The ball went either as an incomplete pass or knee down. Either way, it's not going to be They're going to save down. They're marking it there at that back point. Back at the 46, so a loss of four on the play to fourth and six. It appeared the field had opened up for Hornybrook. But instead, he second-guessed himself and then began to stumble. And as he stumbled, thought about throwing it. And the offense stays on the field right now. There's a flag down right now. There is a flag in the far side of the field. P.I. I mean, uh, intentional Intentional grounding. grounding by number 12 of the offense. It's a loss of down at the spot of the foul. And it's fourth down. So he has only run for six yards. Six times he's had the football and tackled. He's only made six yards. He's lost... uh, 15 25. yards total, so he, 25. Minus, he was minus, minus 25, so he's minus 19 yards. He doesn't want to run the football. And didn't run it particularly well. As that he might be got why. tripped up and stumbled and then tried to fling it away. Intentional grounding called, so on fourth and six, Wisconsin will punt it away. So BYU's defense holds after getting the wrong end of a P.I. call in the middle of that drive. So it's a ball-don't-lie possession. As it's a short and high kick that is fair caught at the 20-yard line by BYU's Michael Shelton. So timeout on the field. Jason Shepard's coming up with a scoreboard update as we take a break at 8.19 to go until halftime. It is BYU 14, Wisconsin 7. Cougars get the ball back after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. 
BYU women's soccer gets goals from Maddie Gates, McKaylee Moore, and Elise Flake as they win at Marquette 3-0. to Now back out to Madison in the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and Greg Rubel. Back here at Camp Ramble. Thank you, Shep. Today's BYU game is sponsored by America First, Utah's number one credit union. Join us and you'll be part of a winning financial team. Go to AmericaFirst.com for details and go Cougars. Cougars hard done by by a brutal pass interference call during that last Wisconsin possession, but all's well that ends well. It ends in a 26-yard punt from Wisconsin and BYU. First and 10 from the Cougars' own 20-yard line, leading it 14-7, 8-19 to go until halftime. Tanner Mangum, 6 for 7, 45 yards, a tidy passer rating of 139.7. And Aleva Hippo is thrown one time for a touchdown of 31 yards. And BYU now with touchdown receptions by two tight ends and a fullback. No wide receiver tight ends yet for the Cougars. A squally Canada. Good news is back in the game after leading dinged earlier in the last possession. He's the lone setback on, behind Tanner Mangum under center as they motion to tight end and wide receiver left. Looking left, running right, throwing right, complete to Dylan Colley toward the far boundary for an eight-yard gain before he's ridden out. Second and two, BYU Colley on the catch. Boy, good poise by Mangum that yeah. time. The thing set up to throw to that fullback. He makes the play fake the, to the left. It's set up to throw to the fullback to the left. He's covered, and Tanner goes all the way back across the field. Now, Dylan Colley recognizes it, and he makes an adjustment in his route to get to the sideline to get open. Good job by the QB and the wide receiver. And Mangum has just looked really poised and solid as BYU goes offset eye on second and two from the BYU 28-yard line. Motion man Colley. Fly sweep, give to Dylan. Dylan. Dylan's got the first down and more. Keeps it alive to the far sideline outside the 40 yard line. It's a gain of 15 yards for Dylan Colley on fly sweep. Dakota Dixon, the tackle for Wisconsin. BYU moving it again. And the Cougars have almost 200 yards of offense to Wisconsin's 103. Boy, the defensive end was just caught up in the play fake going the opposite direction. Stepped the wrong way, so he couldn't pursue opening that right side up for Colley. They gave that last pass completion to Hefo. The stats keeper here at Wisconsin is too used to Hefo throwing the ball. It was actually Mangum's completion, but they gave it to Hefo. He's still just one for one. Mangum seven for eight, but they've got it wrong on the stat monitor because the stats person is confused here. First and ten at the BYU 42. Handoff Hefo, who came across the formation, and that's another big gainer for BYU. 18 yards inside Wisconsin territory. Give him 19 to the 39-yard line. Hefo's a little Yeah, guys are getting hurt at the end of plays here as he comes off. But BYU's driving it on Wisconsin. More than 200 yards of offense, more than doubling up the Badgers. So after uh, cakewalks over Western Kentucky and New Mexico, and the New Mexico game took a little longer to salt away for Wisconsin, BYU's given the Badgers the best game by far so far this year. Riley Burt in the backfield. First and 10 Cougs at Wisconsin, 39. Mangum shotgun, Burt right hip, trips left. Mangum calls for the snap on a three-step. Steps up, throws underneath into coverage, and it's incomplete pass. He had his man, but it wasn't caught for some reason by Moroni Lulapututau. Maybe we give a pass break up on the play to yeah. T.J. Edwards. I think yeah. so. Edwards was on his back. Go ahead. Yeah, defender got in there, and uh, he got his hand uh, before Moroni could make the catch, so Mitchell, he tipped it. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business, so a PBU to Edwards setting up so, a second and 10 at the Wisconsin 39. They quickly set up the play. Riley Burt goes to the side sideline and pulls a defender out with him should open up the underneath route to the tight end. Holter reflects tight to the left part of Twins left single wide right and Canada to the left hip of Mangum. Fakes to Squally. Steps up. 
and lobs it over the top to Holker, who makes a great catch inside the five. He's down. First and goal, BYU. What a grab by Holker. He's been targeted three times this year for three catches, and Holker sets the Cougars up first down and 10 at the three. That is a new skin. Beautiful catch of the game, hauled in by Dallin Holker. New skin, discover the best you. Boy, oh boy, that is a nice throw and catch play action. That's the start. Tanner makes a play fake and then steps back and looks to the middle, then looks to the left and throws a perfect ball to a covered Holker. They're going to make sure the he caught the play football. Under further review. BYU is gashing the Badgers. If the play stands, 250 yards of offense here in the first half to Wisconsin's 103. The score is 14 to 7. If this throw and catch stand, BYU sitting at first and goal from the three-yard line with a chance to take a two-touchdown lead. Dallin Holker was the intended receiver. And as he goes to ground, does he have control ball? Oh, you know, I'm not goes, sure he's going to. I'm not sure they're going to give it to him. It looks like he loses control as he's going to the ground. The ball comes loose and ball between his hand arm under and his, leg and then hits hand the ground. under the ball, though. His no. hand is under the ball as it comes to the ground. Let's see. He had control there. Yeah. It's firm control in two hands. But as he pulls the ball to his body, he loses the grip. And it's only pinned between his forearm and his thigh when it hits the ground. I'm afraid it's coming back. I'm afraid it's coming back. The fans have just seen the replay and begin to applaud and exhale because Dallin, for whatever reason, loses his grip on his way to the ground. He had it between two hands firmly and didn't squeeze it all the way to the ground. He also uh, appeared to me to get up slow. So I wonder if he fell on slow. the on the football, maybe knocked the wind out of him a little bit when he landed on the football. But Canada, MLP, and Collar of all, and and Holker have all gotten up slowly after making plays. The referee Cooper Cat Cooper Castleberry is still on the headset up top. That's a big gain if it's not going to stand coming back the other way. And again, my glances have led me to believe they could they could reverse this and I would not be surprised I've been wrong more than once already this year on reviews though I can never tell exactly how it's going to be interpreted it seems is that a second and nine so if it goes to third and nine they're at about the 34 uh, 41 51 yard field goal I was on second and ten because that last play was incomplete to Laulukutu Tau on the pass breakup that was second and ten. Yeah, so it goes a gain to third of 36 and ten. yards that may be coming back. After further review, the pass was incomplete. It will be third and ten at the 39-yard line. Please reset the game clock to 6:21. 6:21. Had it in his hands and somehow lost his grip. Holker with his first drop of the year, and it's third and nine, third and ten now from the 39. It's a 56-yard field goal attempt if you get nothing on this play. And I don't... So that's what you wonder. You want to run for five and get it down to a six and try and get it down to a 50-yard field goal? Or do you want to throw it for the 10 yards and keep the drive alive? It's been 4,340 days since BYU kicked a field goal of 50 yards or longer. It's, sec it's BYU 2 of 3 on third downs, third down and 10 from the Wisconsin 39. We'll see if that long field goal play comes into question here. Right now, Wisconsin's in a zone defense. They've been playing a lot of man so far. Oh, that 
Defensive coordinator just changed the play, changed the call on defense. Third and 10 Cougars at the Wisconsin 39. Mangum shotgun. Twins left, single wide, right, short side. Takes his drop. A deflected ball got to Colley at the 35, out of the 34. Didn't get the first down, fourth down and five. That might have been their intent, though, to try and pick up gave five it, or six yards. They gave it just to the 35. Field goal team will come on. So here it is. It'll be Skyler Southam from 52. The last time BYU made a field goal of 50 yards or longer was October 28th of 2006. It's a 12-year drought. Will it come to an end right here, right now? From 52, and for a 10-point lead, Skyler Southam from the right hash. The right footer lines it up. There's the snap, the hold. The kick is on its way, and it is no good. I think wide to the right side. And so BYU's field goal drought of 50-plus extends for another week. And still timeout. in 12-year territory. 5.55 to go till halftime. Promising drive ends with no points as the Dallin-Holker drop, which would have set BYU up first and goal at the three. It's overturned on video. The field goal is missed, and BYU's momentum for the moment is halted. 5.55, Cougars 14, Wisconsin 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the brand BYU Radio Comfort Broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back at Camp Randall Stadium, letting you know that whether business, pleasure, a football game, or the area's best attractions bring you to Provo, we can't wait to see you on your next adventure at the Provo Courtyard by Marriott. 5.55 to go here at Camp Randall. BYU 14, Wisconsin 7, bringing in the third man in the booth here tonight, or today, who used to be our third man, but on the field, Nate Mickle has made it to Camp Randall. Hey, Nate. What a treat to be here. Incredible day. BYU doubling up Wisconsin on the scoreboard in pass yards, in rush yards, in yards per attempt, in rush yards per attempt. So far, so good. Long way to go, but amazing start so far. If BYU hangs on to win, we may need to see you in a couple weeks in Seattle. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> Nate Mickle right. with us. We may just try to drop Nate in occasionally here today as he's joining us in the press box. Now, he's not too far away down in South Bend. Uh, living and working at Notre Dame, and he joins us here today at Camp Randall. His replacement is also with us, Mitchell Jurgens down on the field. It's first and 10 Wisconsin at their own 35-yard line. The handoff to Jonathan Taylor, and Taylor goes middle for a couple. Well, right in there was uh, Merrill Tualalui. Really did a nice job of close. No, not even close. Help me out. That was close. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, closed down, got rid of his blocker, closed down, and was right there at the line of scrimmage to grab Taylor. 5.25 and the clock rolling toward halftime. Second and eight, Wisconsin. Garrett Groshek is the fullback. Hornybrook in the gun. Groshek to his left. Trips right, single wide left. And he'll throw. Hornybrook. To the crosser, complete. It's A.J. Taylor to BYU territory, 46-yard line. Taylor makes the reception. Second time they've run the slant successfully, and so uh, Hornybrook waits and uh, really throws a good ball right out in front to that slant receiver. Only the first completion of the day for reception by A.J. Taylor, and just the sixth completion for Alex Hornybrook. Groshek stays in, again, a passing look. With the first and ten, they could run Groshek, but he's usually a 
passing down guy. Ah. As Hornibrook sees pressure from Kafusi, sets and fires, the flag flies as the ball is incomplete to the far side of the field. And back near where the quarterback launched it near that's midfield. A, yeah, that's a hold against uh, Wisconsin. Holding by number 63 of the offense. It's a 10 yard penalty, and it's still first down. The thing that uh, that BYU defensive front is uh, really continuing to fight. They're they're getting stopped on the initial charge, but they're continuing to fight and roll, and that's what set up that uh, hold. Now they brought an inside linebacker again on a blitz, and they have th- about three times that I've noticed, and that linebacker is just not penetrating at all. So now the Badgers off schedule. First down and twenty. Back at the Wisconsin 43. Taking a deep drop and throwing screen incomplete. People react as Jonathan Taylor and Corbin Kafusi went for the ball, but it's a simple drop pass on a screen pass. So second and 20 Badgers. So it's a hold on first down, a drop on the screen on second, and now Wisconsin is a farther off schedule with 4.36 to go until halftime. The spot is the Wisconsin 43. The hash is their left as they go left to right as we see it and you hear it here from Camp Randall. Now, Hornibrook was uh, warming up in between uh, this possession and last possession, and he was really firing the football. So I, he seems to come out with a little more intensity this time. Hand off to the fullback, Groshek, and Groshek is tackled by two Cougars. Taki Taki, the second in. Yeah. <laughs> but the first in was Trajan Peely. Peely first in, and then Taki Taki helps to finish him off. So a third down and 19. Should BYU get the ball back here? A great chance to tack on another score, go up two scores before halftime, and you get the ball to start half number two. So yeah. it's a huge third down defensively for BYU. You don't normally see third downs and 19 converted. So a hold here, and BYU can go into halftime with momentum they lost on the missed field goal, which followed a drop inside the five-yard line on video review. Hornybrook in the gun. Takes a three-step. Underneath, catch made. Gain of 10, gain of 15, gain of 20. Did he get it? Yeah, it's very just close. Yes, did he get it? It's 19 yards the gain. And did they make a third and 19? They haven't spotted they spotted it good? Just yeah, it's he did. very close. Just by the, the half of the ball. It was Danny Davis on the reception, and can you believe that? A third down and 19. Now, the catch is made at about seven or eight yards, and then the, the yards the after catch. Down. The previous play is under further review. Now, now they're going to take a look at the spot as there's a BYU player down on his knees and rolling to his backside. And if that's Dian, it is. That is. Dian Gomolaku is down. And they just made a 30-19 pending review timeout on the field. 3.36 to go until halftime. Wisconsin football for the time being. A first and 10 at the BYU 37. BYU 14, Wisconsin 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 3.36 to go until halftime. And during our commercial break, the video review took a yard off the spot. So it's fourth and one at the BYU 38-yard line. They marked it at the 37, first and 10, take a yard off that spot and set up a fourth and one with the offense on the field for Wisconsin. It'll be the first fourth and one BYU's faced on defense. They have stopped, or they've stopped just the one of four third down conversions. Opponents have converted fourth and five, fourth and 10, and one for two on fourth and two. The first fourth and one BYU has seen defensively. Brett Sandlin out there at the middle linebacker, and he's been 
He's, he and uh, Pulsifer have been alternating quite a bit, but uh, he's a little bigger and a little stouter to be able to handle a run in the line. So from the 38-yard line, BYU with an attempt to get the ball back with 3.30 in the clock rolling now toward intermission. BYU 14, Wisconsin 7. The Cougars have scored two unanswered touchdowns. The Ibacks are Ingold and Taylor. Hornybrook is under center. Single wide to the left. Tight ends are right. Hand off Taylor middle. And he feels his way forward and got to the line to gain plus a yard first down. Lorenzo Fawatea the tackle, but he got two, needing one first and ten Wisconsin. But they got 18 of 19 yards needed on third down and 19. Yeah, and on that play, Greg, that's that downfield screen that's uh, so popular nowadays. They just throw to a receiver. So the defense backs off knowing that they have to gain 19. They're not going to give up a big ball in the middle. So they throw to the man underneath, and those wide receivers on the other side of the field get down and block on those deep back on the that are way downfield. From third and 19 to first and 10 for Wisconsin at the BYU oh. 36. A nice sidestep by Taylor and makes multiple men miss as he comes right side for a first down gainer to the 26. Jonathan Taylor is something, and that was a flash of the player we've seen who puts himself in the Heisman Trophy race and near the front of it. That was tremendous, and then it was missed tackles, but Taylor has a lot to say about that. Yeah, Zane Anderson, he had the shot at him in the backfield. He has it timed. He's got him. Oh, and he just misses. The Taylor stops and sidesteps. He went three directions at once. Taylor's the tail behind Hornybrook on first and 10 now at the BYU 26-yard line. They motion a receiver. They give fly sweep from left to right to Pryor. Pryor 15, 10, stays on his feet inside the 5. First and goal, Wisconsin. Austin Lee with a touchdown-saving tackle with 2.29 to go till halftime. Moments ago, yeah. Dallin Holker appeared to be making a catch setting up BYU first and goal at the 3 to take a 2-touchdown lead. That play gets reversed. 52-yard field goal gets missed. From third and 19, they convert two plays later, and now Wisconsin is sitting at first and goal from the five, looking to make it a whole new ball game, and that's just a handful of little plays that are big plays in this game. Yeah, just, uh, well, there was a great comparison I can't make. Offset eye. Make it inverted wishbone. The handoff, Taylor. And Taylor middle from the five to the one, given the two, second and goal from the two. Nice opening there and close so quickly. Time to make your comparison? Okay. Uh, they threw the little pass underneath to Dylan Colley on third down and 10. That was the same screen setup that Wisconsin just ran against BYU. Dylan Colley catches it underneath. The receivers on the far side of the field are supposed to get down and block on those deep corners, and they weren't able to get them out of the way for Colley to make the first. True eye with Taylor and Ingold behind Hornibrook. He crouches. He hands to the up back. Ingold and Ingold stretches the ball past the plane. No signal, but it looks to be a touchdown, and there it comes late. The touchdown signal, and Wisconsin makes it a one-point game with a PAT pending. The touchdown run for Alec Ingold on fullback dive, his second touchdown score of the year. Yeah, that's just, just leg push. Got him in. How close this game was being to 21-7 to for BYU, presuming they could have punched it in from the three-yard line. And the Holker pass, not hauled in, changed everything. You got to look past it. You got to move on. But this thing was really close to looking different and differently for BYU football. Now it's about to be a tie game if Gaglianoni makes a PAT, at which he's almost automatic. He's the Wisconsin career percentage leader. 99% of his PATs have gone through. 
179 for 181. You can now make it 180 for 182. And we're tied at 14. 117 to go until halftime. BYU gets the ball to end the half and start half number two. That's a 65-yard drive. Ten plays and 438 off the clock. The big play in the drive was third and 19. They gained 18. And then on fourth and one, Taylor, a two-touchdown run to keep the drive alive. And then more of JT, 23. And then the fullback does the dirty work to get into the end zone, making it 14-14, 1-17 to go until halftime. The call on the field was reception by Holker to the three-yard line. On video review, he dropped it before he got to the ground with the football. Somehow the ball squeezed loose of his grip, and he had a firm two-handed grip on the ball. It was not batted away. But yeah. it somehow dropped out of his hands. Somehow as he was going down, it just... And it's just turned things loose. around in their first half. That's the play of the game right now. And then the 52-yard field goal, the distance was there for Salvin, but he was wide, I think wide right. And that's another scoring opportunity missed. And now, Mark, on the last six times that BYU's been at or beyond the 35, they've come away with no points. Yeah. That's a 50% rate that is not viable long-term. You've got to score inside the 40 Got a score inside the 35, certainly. And three of the last six get you nothing. Kickoff. Touchback as it sails through the end zone. BYU from the 25-yard line. So, Tanner Mangum and the offense, who played generally very well here in the first half, have outgained Wisconsin 218 to 178. BYU's not outpossessed Wisconsin, but they're right there with the Badgers. 13 minutes for BYU, 15-45 for Wisconsin. Cougars first down and 10 at their own. 25-yard line. Yeah, the way the offense is, is playing so far, it looks like if they can get some points on the board, which is very doable with a minute 17 seconds, we'll have some momentum going uh, into the second half. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Lopini Katoa is the lone setback behind Mangum. The fly sweeper is Dylan Colley. Reverses course as they stretch handoff to Lopini. Lopini in close quarters, maybe a hold on BYU as a flag flies. Two flags fly near that far boundary. Was that two flags or just one and something on there? No, two, was one two, from two the flags were thrown. Two flags on the field as Lopini turned Holding the corner. by number 32 of the offense. It's a 10-yard penalty, and it's still first down. Holker the hold. Holker the holder on that play is with 1.10 to go till halftime. BYU's off schedule to first and 20. Yeah, and with a minute and 10 here, uh, that's not where you want to be. Uh, you want to be in a position that uh, you can attack, and at this spot on the field, it's hard to attack. Katoa, the setback, offset eye. Holker's the fullback as the offset in that eye behind Mangum. Hifo motions from left to right. The motion is false as they give to Lopini, and he goes straight, angling run to the right. Stopped by Ryan Conley, uh, Connolly after a gain of four or five. Yeah. And BYU may just kind of run this half out yeah. here. Wisconsin has all three timeouts remaining, but they're not stopping the clock. Good offensive push. Yeah, that's exactly right, Greg. Uh, they got a good push off the offensive line. Moved them back, and uh, Katoa pounded it in there. So you pick up a, a decent gain, but you're still looking at second and 15. And the uh, game clock is all the way under 20 now, as the play clock is at 12. Yep, Mangum goes shotgun. They show empty here. But now down to 10 seconds. 
in the first half. Three seconds on the play clock. Two, one, and delay of game, I think. They get the snap off. They hand off to Katoa to the right side. Two, one, and zero. The first half has come to an end. The snap may have came late. It doesn't matter. The half will end with a tie football game. 14-14 at the break. So BYU, which was close to going two scores up and two touchdowns up on Wisconsin, finds itself in a tie game at halftime. Mitchell Jurgens approaching Kalani Sitake for halftime comments. We'll go down to Mitch and the coach. Mitch. Coach, uh, what was your assessment of the first half? Um, just got to, you know, I think uh, we're doing good at the run game, making them throw a little bit more, which is what we need to do as a defense. We need to get out third downs. We had third and 19 forever. And gave them a, an easy, you know, like screen from our, from our their, tight, their receiver. So uh, not good enough on third and long. And um, on offense, just got to keep playing. I think we're doing a good job mixing it up getting the ball out on play action and running the ball. So we'll, we'll, we're in a fight now, so we'll see what happens in the next 30 minutes. Yeah, we've seen some really good things from the offense and the defense. What's been the key to their success? Oh, they're just playing. There's nothing to lose. Let's go, right? So we're going to have fun with the second half, see what happens in the last next 30 minutes. Thanks, Coach. All right, that's Mitchell Jurgens and Coach Kalani Satake. Yeah, let's go. Well, BYU did try one field goal here in the first half, and they did not make it, but for every field goal BYU makes this year, Mountain America will donate $500 to the American Red Cross. Salva missed from 52. Would have given BYU a 10-point lead. The lead stayed 7, and the lead's now gone. Tied 14-14 at halftime. Halftime recap is coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.